Welcome, Welcome travelling friends, friends of Australia. Australia. We are Willem and Annika, and we hope you enjoy this episode of our podcast. Where we have a chat to other travellers and give them the opportunity to tell their stories and share the tips that they've learned along the way. So for today's episode, we have Naomi and Adam here. They are the Irish Wanderers. They've been following us for a little while and we've been following them on Instagram and their journey. Um, we're really excited because they're a little bit different than most people. Yeah, and we're happy that we get to chat to them today. Definitely. Welcome, Welcome hey, guys. Adam. Where are you at the moment? Um, we're actually in a secret location. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Uh, we're, we're just about 5Ks west of dwelling now. Oh, we're okay. actually struggling. We, we were couldn't struggling. get reception. Yeah, we couldn't get reception, <laughs> so we just found a spot on the side of the road in yes. the woods. Oh. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> so it is kind of yeah. you don't even know where you are. <laughs> yeah, we we camped. We were camping last night. We uh, we actually camped with some mates um, just near the Murray River, the Upper Murray River. So that was nice. Yeah. It wasn't too cold. It's actually warm this weekend, isn't it? It was cold. It was cold. It was it cold, was but cold. we, we had, yeah, we had our fire, so we were we were happy. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any heating setups in in your trail? Yeah, it's like this. We just grab each other like <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. Keep each other warm. <laughs> that's a, that's the Irish form of heating. Oh yeah, <laughs> good stuff. No, I did. I did think about putting in a little diesel heater just on the box in the drawbar of the trailer, mm. and just mount the tank and stuff there as well, and just run the pipe up. But um, nah, don't really need it to be honest. When we're up there, we 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 end up stripping off, like waking up and stripping off. It's roasting, you know. Because it's getting too hot. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. When you've got beautiful romantic views all the time. Yeah. Camping, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we aim for. It's all about the view. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I have a rooftop tent. I love the view over. Yeah. Yeah. So, actually, we just want to know a little bit more about you guys, or well, we know a bit, but for our listeners to actually know who Adam and Naomi is, a little bit about yourselves. You know, where you're originally from, and yeah, so we're from Ireland. Um, we met eight years ago in Ireland. And Adam's sister came to Australia and she was, I suppose she was sending us photos. She was just having great experiences and we kind of wanted to go down and see what yeah. she was experiencing. Yeah, they, they do a lot of camping as well. Like, like we had done a lot of camping back home in Ireland anyway, but I seen the outdoor life here and I thought like it was great. Yeah. So yeah, we'd come. Yeah, so well, we came... 2018, yeah, March 2018, we came to Esperance, done six months in Esperance um, on a working holiday visa. And then I got sponsorship in Melbourne. So we went to Melbourne. We just drove across the Nullarbor. But I hate in Melbourne. I just didn't like the city life. So I wanted to come back to WA. Just It's more my style here. Mm. I like it. It's a bit more laid back, I think. Yeah, so we're back here now. Yeah, we were able to get sponsored because Adam's a truck mechanic, heavy diesel mechanic. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. good country to come to with that trade. Yeah, never, never thought I'd end up staying here, like, and mm. using my trade as as my ticket. But that's how it ended up happening. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm lucky to have the trade, I guess. And it's, it's been last few weeks have been a bit uncertain with the whole COVID nineteen thing and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's tipping away, you know. Mm. Mm. All right, so you guys, we know, but you guys are actually working and then you're traveling. Well, that's what you hope to do. So you'll find, like, how long are you here in Perth and then will you be traveling again, um, you know, going further than Perth and, and working there? Yeah, yeah, because you see, at, at the minute, that's the thing. At the minute, I, I had started a new job, which was originally week on, week off in Perth, yeah. which mm. was great. My plan was to spend my week off traveling and mm. um, literally pack up on my week off and go wherever we wanted to go. Yeah. But that shift was actually cut due to COVID-19. You only got one swing on it. Yeah, I actually yeah. only got one swing on it and yeah. then they cut the shift. Like, um, So now I only have weekends off. So basically at the minute we're just weekend travelers. Yeah. Pretty much we're gone every weekend. Mm. And we go quite um, far. We don't let that stop us. Like yeah. that we only have the weekend. We'll still drive... Like, four yeah. hours easily on a Friday night yeah, and then maybe go. another two on the Saturday morning because yeah. if you don't you're not going to go and see all these places you know yeah so. it's WA after all it's a big big place it's beautiful so, yeah it's it's it, but a lot of people don't realize how big it is you know and I don't mind the traveling side um putting in the four or five hours drive for two nights camping sometimes is worth it mm. just even yeah. it's well worth it you know yeah, I love it. Mm. Hey, the yeah, plan well, is when I actually get my when I do eventually get my citizenship, we probably will do a big lap. Take definitely. take the year out. That's what we're working towards. Take the year out and just live on the road for a year. And even then, see where the year extends to, because you see like yeah. how people can End fund up. being just on the road all the time i just that's a goal i just want to do mm. that yeah, yeah i guess and having my trade I, i'll always be able to pick up uh, swings in mines for shutdowns and stuff so yeah. even on the road i can pick up work do a couple of shifts uh and fund the journey and just travel again yeah that's the plan it's just in the pipeline another three four years but yeah, yeah. slowly getting there it's definitely a good goal to uh, work towards the traveling full-time yeah. when you get your citizen. Yeah, that's it like and even as uh, the whole aspect of, like for people starting out camping like we started out with a little nissan x-trail a pop-up quickies rooftop tent and i actually had a little polystyrene esky that i got from the chemist yeah leave. we didn't even have an yeah, esky <laughs> i think they leave them outside yeah. like to transport hearts yeah. or something in them <laughs> And I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a rescue, like. Yeah. And I had a my uh, way of cooking. I had a fire extinguisher that I had cut in half and just made it into a barbecue. I still have it. That's my main <laughs> yeah, source right. of cooking. It's my joy, but awesome. that's how we started out. So you know, it just shows you can start out yeah, with so the very fun. basics, like. Yeah. yeah, you don't need the biggest oh, caravan or the yeah. biggest four-wheel drive or, oh, or whatever. Oh, but you definitely have a. a Good rig now. Tell yeah. us a bit about that special setup you have there built now. Yeah, this, this is my uh, this is my pride and joy. I built this in Victoria because mm -hmm. we were in Victoria, and I just decided one day I wanted to go back to WA, and I just yeah. came home and told Naomi, "Got a job in WA. We need to go we to WA." We need to go to WA. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we just I bought the trailer off Facebook Marketplace. It's basically a six by four trailer, mm -hmm. builder's trailer. 
um, steel halfway, and then an aluminium top. So it's an it's extremely rugged trailer on the bottom and very lightweight at the same time. I just kitted it out basically in Melbourne. I had two weeks and <laughs> somehow I already accumulated a lot of the parts. I'm a real scavenger. Like, I'll, like if someone throws out a good battery, it's coming home with me, you know? <laughs> um, and the same, like I got loads of lights and switches. Oh. And they always, like giving out to me, what's all this stuff in our garage? And I'm like, one day. You one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that day came like, so yeah, just kitted it out, like um, put a kitchen in it. A basic sink, water tank, a battery, so it's charging when it's driving, and it's also I have a solar panel there that I can plug it in as well. Um, just putting an inverter. It's a fifteen hundred watt pure sine wave inverter, so it'll run Naomi's hair dryer. That's mm. the only inverter is probably in there. <laughs> but now, now that it's in there, I decided I actually put an oven in it as well, so it's coming it handy. It's pretty good. And we can also use the inverter to run a portable air conditioner in the tent in the summer. Oh, so yeah. that that's a big thing. That was thing. for when we came across, when we had the cat. Yeah. See, when we left Victoria, we also had our kitten. Yeah. And we were wondering how she was going to, like, we could drink water and stuff. So we went and got the portable air conditioner. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's just a little small evap uh, evaporative cooler, like, but it makes a serious difference in the tent in the summer. Yeah. Uh, drops the temperature like four or five degrees in the in the tent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's pretty much the trailer, like, but it's pretty much a hundred percent self sufficient. It has everything you need. For sure. Yeah. Um, like we have the fridge and stuff in, obviously as well. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with it. I'm so pretty happy with it. Like rooftop tent and then like an annex or and what type of yeah. tent do you have? Yeah. We have the King's Tourer uh, rooftop tent. I like I actually originally had the pop up quickie tent, but that was a disaster as they are. So I just picked up this one then and we got the four man annex on it that yeah. goes out the back. So it's actually quite spacious, like and you have somewhere that you can stand in if it's raining. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, I really like that. Tent. I like the setup, and yeah. it's quite efficient. It takes us fifteen minutes from when we arrive on the campsite to. Oh, be, that's excellent. Yeah, that's all, to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even the kids, it's so hard. Mm. Yeah, like even there last night, like we had a couple of mates with us. Like one of them had a tent, and the other had a rooftop tent on a Land Cruiser as well. Like and. We were actually the first set up. Set up. And it's just been, you know, having the routine. No one, well, mm. Adam can hop up on the trailer and he pulls it down and I'll go around and do the zip. And, you know, it's just... Yeah, yeah we've a good just, system. Yeah, it works. <laughs> so it's actually, it's actually pretty efficient. Um, and the reason it's all on a trailer is because you can actually just unhitch and drive away. I find that very convenient, especially if you're traveling on the road and you're spending a week somewhere. You can leave the trailer there for a week and still have your car to go to the shops or go adventure and exploring. Yeah. You don't have to pack up every morning, um, mm. which is a nightmare. <laughs> and even in the bush, like uh, we've often been in the bush and I feel safe enough that I can leave the trailer there and chain it up yeah. and chain the drawbar and stuff. And actually, I do have a little 12 volt secret of tracker hidden in the trailer somewhere, so don't steal it. Um, the joys of <laughs> uh, So it's, yeah, it's good. I like it. It's probably the best setup, I reckon, to go with is a trailer setup. Yeah. 
we found it was when it was on the car, like we all, you often forget, or you'd run out of milk, you know, something so simple as that. And you'd have to take everything down and, or Adam could just, he could just drive into town and leave me there. Yeah, that's, you know? that's often been the case when we've yeah. been on a week's holiday and we've woke up and, oh, you know, with no milk, I can just, I can just nip down to the IGA, grab the milk and Naomi just stays with the camp, you know, so it's, yeah. good. it's a good, I like the trailer set up. It's the way yeah. to go. It's, I, I think it's a very good idea. Um, it's obviously like, yeah. you know, it's like a camper trailer, which we've got, but it's yeah. actually got more space because you, like, it's a bigger cab that you have to actually mm. put everything in. Um, and I've actually yeah. seen a few yeah. guys that have done that. They put the rooftop tent, you know, on top, on top of them. Um, it's like a tradies, tradies trailer, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I haven't done like a, a walkthrough video of the trailer. I've been meaning to. I was just doing like some finishing touches on the trailer. Um, but I will. The next, we're heading out to Kalgoorlie this weekend for a decent trip. So I'll probably do a good video and stick it up because it's it just shows to people as well. Like anyone can do it. Like mm, you know, it's simple. That's right. Yeah, that's what we love about. You know, yeah. Um, some of the people that we meet um, and that we've spoken to a few of the other guys as well, they just, you know, it, it's more about the actual wanting to get out there and travel and yeah. the love for it than it's about the, you know, flashy caravan and the, mm. <laughs> exactly. yeah, um, you know, yeah. the expensive things that you need with it. It's, it's more you about don't need all getting that. out there and just doing it. Mm. Um, and that's yeah, that's it. And I've seen... You see so many people spend 20000 on a camper trailer and then they decide they don't actually like it mm. and they've wasted, they've lost so much. You know, if you want to try it out, like try it out first, yeah. go with mm. the basics and see, like get a taste of it first. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not always pretty, like the pictures and videos you see on YouTube, you know? That's right. It's not all. Yeah. About your um, trailer now, what is uh, some of the gear that you take along that you can't go without? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. we, we we actually talked about this like and one essential thing that i always make sure we have more than enough of is obviously water yeah yeah uh currently on that like there's about 50 70 liters of water but i want to have it that i can carry about 120 so and even at that like 120 you'd be surprised how quick you go through 120 liters of water especially in the warm days or up at the beach and you want to have a quick shower because I actually have that equipped that I can just plug my outdoor shower into the an external fitting on the outside and we just have a pop-up shower so we often have showers there as well and that yeah that goes through heaps of water too and mm. um, so I think water and having sufficient water is probably the best thing yeah and I like when we take the annex I find the annex has been really good and yeah awning just for having somewhere to be. Yeah, the annex and the awning are two things as well. I recommend if you're going to buy a rooftop tent, you need an awning as well or an annex or somewhere that you can get in out of sun or get in out of rain. Yeah. When you're getting into a tent, like you're literally, you're climbing up the ladder, soaking wet or dirty, straight yeah. up onto your bed. Yeah. And like Adam said, like we used to have this argument where he'd be like, oh, we're only staying for one night. Why are we going to put up the annex for one night? Your shoes are going to go up onto the bed. You're going to directly onto the bedding. So yeah. the annex is going to be really good. Yeah, now I won't set it up without putting up the annex. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. For, just, for the extra five minutes of putting the annex on. It keeps everything clean. And, it's worth yeah, it's, it. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole, another space. Yeah. Mm. 
And it's something you can put up without the tent being up as well, you know? Yeah, well, even, especially, that's why we have the awning. If we pull over on the side of the road just to have lunch, you just yeah. zip out the awning um, and you have some shelter as well. That's, that's the other good thing about the trailer. It's pretty travel friendly. You can actually have your lunch in the oven as you're driving along the Great Eastern Highway. Oh. So pretty good so, when we're running late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, in the oven. it's pretty handy on a Friday night. Like when I finish up work, we can just throw two pies in the oven and just head on. Yeah. And when we get to the campsite, we have two lovely warm pies oh, ready. Awesome. So, yeah. So. <laughs> love the oven. Good old Kmart oven. I think it was $30. Yeah, it was $30. <laughs> it's been so good. Wow. If you, do, you don't have to go to like a caravan store and get like a small portable oven, go to Kmart and they have stuff there that would work you know hmm. yeah well they're definitely giving me a lot of ideas for my trailer so <laughs> i have some work to do now um another great product that i actually have and you don't hear much about is those zeo handheld power yeah. tool range so like i have i've got a little 18 volt chainsaw i've got the 18 volt compressor i have an 18 volt usb plugs um i have the drill uh, the lights. I have the lights, and again, I have oh, a little handheld vacuum as well. It's really awesome. handy for cleaning out the rooftop tent and stuff like that. And like they're they're actually really good quality product stuffs. Um, so like the compressor, even just for letting down your tires when you want to reinflate your tires coming off the beach. Mm. Um, I also carry I carry a three man inflatable boat in the tent. So if we want to just whack it out, just put the compressor on it, it's pumped up in two minutes and you're on the lake. So that's, and the chainsaw as well, like never have to worry about firewood, like when you have your little yeah. chainsaw. Yeah, it's so cheap. Yeah. Just... yeah, it's really good quality stuff and it's not expensive stuff either, like it's mm. pretty good value for money. Yeah. Especially if you haven't got um, solar power, like our inverter power, even just for charging your phone there with the USB plug. And the lights for the tent and stuff. Yeah, it's good. I'm quite surprised. It's very good quality. Like, it's, like I use Milwaukee stuff in, in work every day, all day. Like, and I didn't even think this Ozito stuff would be any good. It's actually really good quality. Yeah, good value for money. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I want to know about you guys coming over from Melbourne. Like, how your trip went. Like, I, I heard a few of the things that happened but um yeah you obviously crossed the Malibor so yeah you crossed the Malibor and like any good stories of your trip down and how was it yeah Yeah, it was was great I'd do it again tomorrow if anyone wants a load shifted (laughs) um yeah yeah I love it love it yeah it was long no it wasn't it wasn't long enough (laughs) (laughs) you love the driving do you yeah, not even the driving. I just like the isolation on the Nullarbor. Oh, yeah. Um, I think half of me likes the adrenaline and the rush of being so isolated as well. I'm kind of half waiting like for a breakdown or something just to get my... <laughs> get your mechanical... <laughs> it's good. Like, it was tough going across. It was bloody warm. When it warm. got hot, um, it was really hard. Yeah, and we were pretty well loaded in the trailer as well. We brought everything. We had all our belongings mm. and... It, that's where if it had been just a trip across like a, ho- a, holiday. a holiday it would have been good yeah. but we literally yeah. had everything in the car like we couldn't 
Mm, we to, had a lot of we you had were taking of everything out to get to other to get your clothes like it was just yeah mm. we had a lot coming across yeah i think if i was to do it again i would just actually just ship half my stuff across in a container yeah and enjoy it and enjoy the trip a bit more yeah. rather yeah. than trying to save the money of freighting would you have any breakdowns no well all we did your like, radiator yeah and my um oxygen sense my oxygen sensor decided to start melting as well coming up out of Mildura. i think the exhaust manifold got so hot coming up to Mildura past that it actually melted the sensor mm. but luckily enough i had a spare one in my toolbox oh. i pretty much i pretty much have spare everything in my car except the block itself i reckon <laughs> and the gearbox kit well i pretty much have everything spare i need like i have plugs belts alternator Spare radiator cap, couple of spare sensors, cam sensor, crank sensor. It take a lot to stop us in our tracks. Yeah. Um, I even have a little small stick welder there that'll run off the inverter. Like so, even if the hub breaks off the trailer, I can patch it back on. You know. Yeah, I'd like to do uh, the trip again, and yeah, to experience it more. You know. Yeah. Do it again. I think it's one of them trips that you need to plan out and you need to be prepared for it. Yeah. It's a big trip. Yeah, and you guys did it pretty quickly, hey. So if you if you could have Literally. done it a little bit slower and stopped more and seen more places, yeah. Well, yeah. we did, and we, we didn't. We stopped in Streaky Bay for quite a bit. We spent four days in Streaky. Sorry, three days in Streaky Bay, which wasn't planned. No, we, we, just, we were only supposed to be. Um, we found this caravan park there. It's called the Islands Caravan Park, and if you ever go to oh, Streaky Bay, it is the nicest caravan park in Australia. It like it is beautiful. So we ended wow. up, yeah. <laughs> we stayed there for three days, like we really didn't want to go, but we had to. Yeah, but, the, the owner actually, like I actually was walking up to leave and say goodbye and he was like, you're not staying another night, like you can't, you need to get to part. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, we stayed there and that kind of delayed us a few days in our tracks. Yeah. I think we spent 14 days on the road in total. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. so we spent a couple of days in Victoria, just up around the high country and stuff before we left. And yeah. then a few days in South Australia, and we stopped around Kalgoorlie and seen a bit there as well. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Australia in general is just so big. You never like, no matter how much you plan it, you'll see something along the road, and you're like, "Oh, next time we'll go and we'll see that because that looks fun." You know. Yeah, it's hard to put these trips into time frames. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, you think you're only going to spend two days here, and you end up spending two weeks there. So For sure, yeah, just how it happens. So tell us a little bit about your favourite places um, that you've been to. I actually couldn't pick. Yeah, you always struggle to pick a favourite yeah. place. It would be around the goldfields, probably. Yeah. I like that isolation, um, red dirt, just red dirt, yeah. <laughs> if, if I was to pick one for you, I'd pick Dundas. You really like oh, yeah, Dundas, Dundas. the abandoned nice. town of Dundas. Uh, it's, about, it's just outside Norseman. I don't know if you're aware of it. It's a cool little place. It's just an abandoned gold town. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I really enjoy um Fostigan. So when Adam brings me to a camp like that, like I'll just go away and look be in the rocks somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well that's not far of where we used to live. So we used to live in Meriden. Yeah. Is that between Kalgoorlie and like Meriden around? Do you know because you would have gone through Meriden, hey? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I spend a lot of time on the road there between Esperance and Kalgoorlie, just doing breakdowns and stuff. Um, 
yeah, it's that's a nice area out around there. We like it. We like it out around there too. It's nice to get out there. Um, for me personally, I still think the nicest place I've personally seen in Australia is Esperance. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Any day of the week, Lucky Bay, all all the beaches down there, they're just fantastic beaches. Mm. Uh, really nice town, really nice people as well. Yeah, we agree. Mm. We'd like to go again. So we've, yeah. we've been there once. Once, yeah. Yeah, we've been there once and it was like summertime as well. So it was really, it was Christmas time. We weren't even married back then. We were just dating each other. But yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. It was, it was really good. Um, and like we went to Woody Island and yeah, oh, the yeah. beaches are just, they're different. Like mm. it's just something different. It's like it's a different part of the world. Mm. Um, but yeah. Very beautiful. Yeah. Crystal clear waters. Um, so beautiful. I reckon we we haven't been too far north of Perth yet, but I reckon we'll probably like it up there too. Yeah, I'm so excited. To go. Yeah, I think I, I like, think like places like Geraldton and Kalbarri and stuff like that where we're yeah. going now. Like I think you'll. Oh, Korean it's Bay, red dirt everywhere. Really, like going north of Perth really is all more laid back and small. <clears throat> it's not cities or anything, you know. So mm. yeah. And even if you guys went up to Northern Territory and you went up to or to North um, WA Broom. Um, yeah, it's all like small and just laid back people and holiday, you know, holiday places and, and beautiful. Like it's again, another whole different place. Because <laughs> WA is so big. Like it's, it's a different place up North because it's warm and it's more tropic and it's yeah, different than what it is down South and Margaret River and all that region. Mm. You know? So um, it's not bush. It's, more like outback perth which uh, outback australia which yeah. is nice i love that yeah so you've spoken about some of your spares that you sort of keep handy as a mechanic what do you recommend people look after their when they travel before, and do the, yeah before during and then what sort of spares do they need to carry i guess people who don't know as much yeah. as you you know like you you don't um yeah well, well i guess there's, there's two ways of doing it i guess you can be like ott or you can be just more an adrenaline junkie and be like me and just wait till it breaks down and fix it on the side of the road yeah sometimes i don't agree with mechanics or... having their cars <laughs> generally working because my window doesn't go up or down yeah <laughs> i'm not working <laughs> i will fix it next week next yeah week. it's like the electrician his bulb and his fire alarm. oh the fire just thing isn't working, I'll leave the so, fire alarm alone there's bulbs missing in the bathroom so <laughs> yeah. yeah no i guess i guess australia being in australia being such a big country um you really have to be precautious uh you obviously you want to get your basics checked over you know stuff like belts tensioners your brakes check your wheel bearings every now and again if it means just going out and spending half an hour just jack up the car spin the wheels check your brake pads mm. see where your brake pads are at last thing you want is a, a worn brake pad jamming a wheel on you in the back of the outback it's just embarrassing like so uh, just the basic stuff i guess but the biggest problem i suppose is trying to find trying to find someone that's actually good at maintaining the car nowadays as well like i personally wouldn't actually trust any other mechanic to maintain my car so yeah i guess just keep an eye on the basics yourself and maintain it and you should be okay and as regards spares again Simple basics, a spare radiator cap, spare alternator belt. If you have an idler or a tensioner, 
just throw one of them in as well. A couple of bulbs, a few fuses. You shouldn't be too far wrong. Zip ties. Can't leave home without zip ties. Yeah. Mm. Everything is fixable with zip ties. Mm. And ratchet straps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, have you guys got any like hacks of you know camping hacks or things that you guys have worked out through the way that you can give to people that probably won't know? Like, mm. just wing it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you can get too bogged down and planning and stuff. Like, yeah, um, we did go and get like, we went and got a travel notepad and we said we every trip we were going on we'd write down that's, everything. Yeah, that's, that's a little hack. I actually have a laminated A4 page with the contents, with basically every possible thing you could bring camping or you might need to bring camping. And if I'm planning a trip, I'll just put that page beside me then, and I can just take off what I think I need with a whiteboard marker and then as a packet I can just highlight it or Mm. take it out so that way you can just before you leave or if you're uncertain you can just look at your list and say oh yeah I have that yeah that's it's good and it's also good to know what you have and what you own yeah when you're going camping sometimes you know especially before you pack up and leave a campsite if you're after being camping with some mates or after being on a busy campsite yeah, you don't want someone else to run off with your stuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like the, the list idea, but have you always, was the list always there or have you added some stuff to it and taken some stuff that you don't normally use away? Or? No, I've kind of just perfected it for the minute with what I have. Obviously, there's still a few things I need to put on it, but I've kind of just, we have a list now of stuff. We know what you might need camping or what we might need. Mm. Yeah. No, obviously there was stuff on it I've taken off it. Okay. You know, something just blew up in my trailer there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah um, but no, yeah, there's probably, I think once you get, get the feel of what you like to do. Yeah. You know, because we have our trailer kitted out, like we have our snorkeling equipment in it, we have our boat in it, our life jackets. Everything is kind of constantly in our trailer. Yeah, so it's so ready when you to go. Go like like today when we got up this morning, we were like, "Oh, we need to go get reception now," and we could be beside water, and it's getting sunny now, so we could go take out the boat. You yeah, know? So, it's just so good to have the options there. Yeah, and how many things you guys are fitting in there? Hey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. We've kind of we fitted it out well now and built uh, built it around our activities and what we like to do. Yeah, um, I guess that's good about doing it yourself, hey, because when you've got like yeah. like a trailer, there's already stuff in there and there's not always. Whereas where you're doing it yourself and you, you know you can change it always as well if you want to. You know, yes, exactly. That here and yeah, so I think that's probably why the trailer works best for us. Might not work for everyone. It works for us. It was good to be able to bring the boat and stuff because we wouldn't like mm. that's why we got an inflatable boat, so we could just fold it up and put it into the trailer, so we could still have them activities and hobbies. Yeah, good. So, do you guys have any like funny stories or like yeah experiences? Some that bad can- experiences <laughs> as well that you can share. A bad um, experience was last weekend, definitely. Last weekend in the rain. <laughs> All wet. Ah oh, no, that wasn't bad. We got wet last weekend, all right. <laughs> in the it was dark when I was setting up, and I didn't realize I set up the annex in like a runoff gully where the water ran down. 
So we literally like could have went fishing in the annex in the morning. The water was running Oops. through the annex. Yeah. Uh, it was really bad setup. I don't know why I was thinking. <laughs> it was pitch black when I was setting up. That's probably the worst experience we've had. Oh, we did. We've had a few spider incidents, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, good. I just randomly woke up one night in the little pop-up rooftop tent and there was this giant huntsman just standing on the wall, just staring down at me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was that was pretty... Yeah, yeah that was nice. I don't mind huntsmans. Like, but and that was... So it was in keep the your own space. small tent that we had and Adam was just like, Naomi, wake up and don't move. And I was like, like kind of just like woke up a little bit and he's like, don't move. And I looked inside of me and he was just like there. <laughs> so I grabbed my cat. First thing I did was got my cat. And the two of us like went to the corner of the tent and he's like trying to punch this spider, trying to kill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't nice. I was yeah. more afraid that the cat would have like attacked the spider and then that he would have jumped because huntsmen jump. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just paranoid she was going to jump at him mm. and it was going to be a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose, funny. We always have funny moments with Naomi. Naomi's, <laughs> Naomi's a funny person. She does funny things sometimes. <laughs> um, we were going across the Nullabar, like, and we were in the middle of nowhere. And this dingo ran out in front of the car. And Naomi decided it was a dog and we were going to stop and pet the dog. <laughs> but we weren't in Australia that long. It was like, like, it, it was like the cats when we seen the kittens. It was the same thing. Yeah. We seen kittens on the road and they were tiny. So it was like the same thing. We better help these little, tiny little helpless kittens. And yeah, they weren't very friendly at all. <laughs> <laughs> I sat in the car and like Adam, I've never seen you run so quick from the kittens back into the car. <laughs> what did you do with the dingo? Did you actually stop? No, well we stopped, yeah. We stopped and then just He told me it was a dingo. I said to her, I said, Yeah, stick your hand out the window there and see how friendly it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you got all the essentials yeah. like the first aid kit and um EPUB or GPSs or anything? Yeah, well, we have the first aid kit on board. Um, yeah, keep, keep a lot of survival equipment and stuff. Mozzie spray. Probably. Never leave without Mozzie spray. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's another thing as well, like being so out back and remote, you have to be prepared for them situations. God forbid you ever find yourself in that situation. Mm. But like with close ones and stuff, we've been bogged in some bloody remote places and just had to keep her cool and keep her stuff together and yeah yeah well, even last night like daryl when we were camping with friends last night he cut his hand and they didn't have plasters or anything. yeah like they had no first aid kit like you and, know. yeah so we were able to help him hmm. well, that's good <laughs> yeah and yeah. you know another thing that really 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 i can't understand being in australia like how it's not like some sort of law that you have to carry a fire extinguisher if you're camping or in the outback the amount of fires that we have put out is unbelievable. Yeah. Really? I'm talking about I'm talking about caravans on fire on the side of the Nullabar, like wow. and not a fire to be seen. Yeah. Throwing bottles of water on it. Yeah. Wow. No so we, we I carry I have fire extinguisher in the trailer. I actually have two in the trailer and one in the car. Um and again they're dry powder like so they'll put the car out or put a fire out, a fuel fire. 
definitely. Yeah, should you should. Everyone should have a fire extinguisher on board. I've seen too many good rigs. <clears throat> yeah, but not even that. People just don't put out fires. Yeah, and stuff. as well. There's a lot of reckless people camping. We've 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 put out fires that have been smouldering for two or three days there. Yeah, that's bloody it's, it's disgusting. Carry on. Hmm. Bad habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see a lot of that. Do you guys want to let our listeners know where we can find you on social media? Yeah, yeah well, should we, we do... We have our Instagram. We have an Instagram. Uh, we kind of just keep it updated there. Um, so why is it you go? I don't know. It's, it's the Irish Wanderers. So it's the underscore Irish underscore Wanderers. Yep. Um, we just have Instagram at the minute. We haven't went on to YouTube yet. We're wanting to. We've got quite a few videos and stuff together, but it's... Yeah, it's just we haven't had much time. time. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have started going to YouTube, and it's really cool because you get to hear people, like, describing stuff. You're not just seeing the photos. Mm. You know, it can be more personal. Mm. Yeah, and personally for me as well, like, I have no problem, like, sharing my home-built trailer with someone if they get an idea from it. Mm. And it's, likewise, I love going on YouTube there and watching other guys' kit-outs. You can learn some interesting yeah, stuff sure. off other people, you know, and some little I tips and tricks. Work. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah. For that's sure. yeah. That's <laughs> in the pipeline. Yeah. So thanks, uh, Naomi and Adam, for joining us today. We've uh, had a great chat today, and um, yeah, we'll see you on the road hopefully one day. So that was another awesome episode of Traveling Friends of Australia. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed it. There are many more traveling stories yet to be told and you will be hearing those right here on Traveling Friends of Oz. Please share the podcast and remember to subscribe to not miss out on any adventures. Extra tips, podcast insights, friend connections can be found on Traveling Friends of Australia's Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. If you would like to be featured, get in contact with ourselves through any of the social media platforms or request a feature via our website, www.hustleandchill.com. Thanks, friends, and see you on the next episode.